0: Series. Strike one on Willie Adams. I don't think I've ever done a Major League Baseball game and not thought of my dad. But it's impossible to not think of the 92-year-old Vin Scully, the greatest to ever do it. Started with the Dodgers in 1950. Retired four years ago. That is strike two. 67 years of his life he poured into the Dodger organization and you know he's watching and rooting ownership Andrew Friedman Dave Roberts and it's three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Welcome everybody to the new episode of the Truth and Reality uh, Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Roman, reporting to to you from the middle of nowhere. Sorry for the last probably about 24 days since the last time I've done a podcast, got a new job, has kept me busy, kept me away from doing a podcast and talking sports and talking about um, any of the issues or things I, I find interesting. Since then, the Lakers have won the championship. Since then, this past week, the LA Dodgers won the World Series. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are down to just football. In college football, if you're a college football watcher, which I'm not, I don't know if they're even having college basketball this season, but I think there's a, there are, almost all the college football games are back and, and playing. But because of COVID, we don't have basketball within the next couple of weeks. Because of COVID, we don't have hockey. Because of COVID, we didn't have baseball between Mar- uh, mid-March, May and June. And a couple of days in the beginning of July. So roughly two and a half months. And now baseball's done again until February, March or more. Depending on what this COVID situation takes us. Basketball right now is in talks of possibly having training camp in the beginning of December, so that by mid mid december they will have uh the opening tip of of the of their season most likely there's not going to be eighty two games i don't I don't think that makes any sense. I think if it does start in mid december, let it start in mid december let it finish. The normal time because if li- life is back to normal next year when the season's supposed to start we will be um in good shape of having a two game season but for the 20 and 21 season for the nba better off to starting having uh as many as many games as you can between mid-december to june uh well Let's talk about the, the this this 2020-like playoffs for the Lakers and for LeBron James. You know, the last five years or more, there's always been a debate on who's the GOAT, who's uh, the best player ever. And it's always a Mount Rushmore of, of um, players like LeBron, Kobe, and Michael. And for my opinion, because I got introduced to basketball with Michael Jordan, I will always say Michael Jordan. Um you know even the th- these playoffs for lebron james it was kind of an easy e- easy series for him until the Nuggets series in my opinion and the reason why i say that is he went into the portland series cj McCullen has an injured back and he's toughing through it just so that he could uh just so that he could help contribute to some kind of way Damian lillard got one injury that obviously let him they took him out, and then he came back in. And they got injured a second time, and this one, TKO'd him. So the reality is in that first series that the Lakers had wasn't really a series that challenged the Lakers. You know, the first game where players were together, it looked like they were challenging them. And then once um, Lillard was gone, and C.J. McCullen never looked the same. He never looked like C.J. McCullough. He had his injury. It was probably... Um, interfering with his accuracy with his threes and other things that he normally does that he does well that makes him him but the Lakers were able to take advantage of of uh of the injuries and they won that first series against Portland and then they went into the second series against Houston and the truth and reality is H- Houston doesn't play uh defense and Russell Westbrook never looked like Russell Westbrook in, in the bubble. He, he was gone for a little bit, but he never played up to his status. And truth be told, the Lakers were able to take advantage of that. A, t- a team that could play decent defense versus a team that doesn't play any defense. And sometimes teams that don't play def- uh, defense well, like the Houston Rockets, hit a wall. That's why Mike D'Antoni is no longer the Houston Rockets coach, head coach. Now, the Nuggets series was a series where everybody was healthy. The Nuggets were a Cinderella team. They had two previous series where they were 3-1 against the Clippers and against the Utah Jazz. And once 3-1 happened, for some reason, they woke up from the grave, uh, rose from the grave like zombies or what have you. And they were able to overcome the 3-1 count to take both teams to seven games and ultimately win. But hit a, ultimately hit a brick wall against Lakers who they couldn't overpower. Um, you know, one of the things I, I saw in the series that was kind of similar to a series that Miami Heat and the Bulls had while LeBron was with them. The Bulls came in and the Bulls had injuries all over. But Nate, guys like Nate Robinson was carrying the load. And yeah. in the beginning of the series, he he looked like the, the, the Chicago Bulls were going to be able to... Pull off, a, um, pull off an upset. And then LeBron came in. LeBron said, nope, I got Nate Robinson. D- play defense on, play defense on uh, little Nate. And the rest is history. The Heat beat the Bulls and went on. This series, it looked like maybe, maybe the Nuggets had a chance. But LeBron took it upon himself to guard Murray. And it just shut the door for Murray's uh, heroics that he had in the bubble. In, uh, before, prior to the playoffs, and during the playoffs, then on to the NBA championship. Now, the thing that, that that's the the Miami Heat for this season, well, for this playoffs were as compared to the Detroit Pistons of the early two thousands by Kendrick Perkins, who thought they don't have a really a major elite player. I mean, Jimmy Butler is great, but he's I don't know, some people may not put them in that elite bracket. But they also have a lot of great role players who 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 can have certain horror games like they had in this playoff run. But in that first game, they lose their center. The first game they lose their point guard. In the first game, for a moment, they lost Jimmy Butler. So now the Lakers are facing a team with 60% of its players. Of the starting lineup of the Miami Heat, not playing. Jimmy Butler came in back the first game. Now, 40% majority of uh, at least two at least two or three games of the series. Drogic came the last game. And maybe it just, he shouldn't have played. Maybe it ruined the chemistry. You know, the Heat gave it all. But the reality is, you're injured. And, of course, you're going to try to overpower and continue playing. But you're not playing at your high level because of the injury. You know, and again, the Lakers won. A series, this you know, this series is kind of reminiscent to last year, but with, with a slight difference. Last year, you know, Golden State and the Raptors faced off in the NBA championship. You know, uh and the Golden State did not look like themselves. Durant wasn't was it really? There was just injuries upon injuries, and the truth and reality in that situation was that Toronto took advantage of the injuries that the Golden State had. With Durant gone, and I think Thompson didn't play because he tore his ACL. I don't know about Green. I know Andre Andre Iguodala was hurt. But the truth and reality in that situation was that that was that the Raptors defeated an injured team that wasn't a hundred percent. So is it really a great championship? Is it really like what team team that's made the playoffs never uh, barely has able to take advantage of a team that loses one of its main stars. And one of its main role players at some kind of level i don't know you tell me raptors took advantage of the injuries because the truth and reality is if the warriors were missing thompson and durant and others and the raptors couldn't overtake that and win raptors look horrible right now and we're talking about it's like man you couldn't take advantage of that they gave you the championship in a silver platter fast forward Two two weeks ago, maybe in three weeks ago now. You know, LeBron LeBron um basically had it in the civil platter. The center was gone, the point guard was gone, Jamie Butler is, is being a beast and, and overpowering the injury he had and he was playing great. But the truth and reality is he was banged up and playing forty min forty plus minutes each game it seemed like. But again, easy championship. Easy championship. I I you know some people oh well you know you know injuries are a part of the game. No. When you're out when both teams are banged up, that's a part of the game. When one team's a hundred percent and the other team's playing like 50%. The truth and reality is the team that's a hundred percent is always gonna win. It's always gonna win. You know, there's once in that blue moon. Situation where a team that has tons of injuries can overpower for for whatever reason keep games close and maybe even win a championship because of of careless errors by the team that was a hundred percent, but you know let's be realistic they lost those players they won they won the only thing i'll I'll say and give credit to LeBron compared to his past nBA championships that he got with Cleveland and that he got with Miami is. He didn't go into the season with him and two other elite players. You know, in Miami, it was him and Wade and Bosh. Wade and Bosh both helped the Raptors and the Miami prior to LeBron going to the playoffs or have a winning record. A uh, little different in Cleveland with uh, Love and Irving, but both Love and Irving are top 10, top 5 in, in terms of the power forward center positions for Love In the point guard position for Irving. So LeBron again went into a team with them. Like how they're supposed to lose. Irving playing at his game in love. Playing at his game. And LeBron playing at his game. You're talking about a team. Where the three main stars are averaging together. Anywhere between 60 minimum. To maybe 75 to 80. Depending on how much each score. But he went into this. To this season with uh, Davis. And Davis is the only guy. And Davis is pretty good. for Very good. An elite uh, at his level. He opted out. to He's most probably going to re-sign. With the Lakers for a max contract. But I do give LeBron. LeBron went all the way in the playoffs. And NBA championship. With one other elite player. Compared to what he did. With Cleveland. With Irving and Love. Compared to what he did in Miami with Wade and Bosh. So I'll give him credit for that. That's more Jordan-esque compared to his other championships. Because the truth and reality about Jordan was he had tons of great role players. And Michael wins because he had Scottie Pippen. That was his only elite player who he could lean, lean on in terms of scoring. You know, towards the end of his championships, he had Tony Kukoc, who can have some games where he was a leading scorer. But let's be realistic. Dennis Rotman was a great, probably a great defender, great re- re- rebounder, a great guy who can get into the minds of the opponents. But he can't score and he can't hit free throws. He wasn't going to score, have a miraculous game of him scoring 25 or 30 points. And he didn't, Michael didn't have any other player besides maybe Scotty who had that potential. You know, LeBron... For majority of his championships, had Irving, had Love, had Bosh, and had Wade. This series, I give him credit. Everybody accepted their role between Rondo, uh, Dwight Howard, Pope, Kuzma, uh, Green, and more. But LeBron and the Lakers are the champions. You know, we'll see what next year uh, what happens next year. We'll see if with all the talent that the Clippers have, can they? Somewhere somehow find a a way to be to be good in the playoffs. We'll see with the draft. will we'll, you know with any team what that would do, what free agency would do for majority of these teams. You know, the Warriors is a it's a funny team. They're the only top ten team in this NBA draft that has the potential of Winning fifty games in in terms of a normal eighty-two game series, and definitely being one of the top contenders in ch- in terms of making the NBA championship, if everybody's healthy, and they have the number two pick. I don't know what the Sally Craft situation is like, but this team is stacked. We'll see what happens. On to the playoff. I mean, on to the NFL. Now in the NFL. You know, I thought by now some of these teams who weren't playing great the first four games would have, you know, maybe they would have awakened and by the fifth or sixth game. And it seems the only team that has consistently got a little bit better each game from the beginning of the season until, until now is the Buccaneers. The defense is playing top five. The offense is playing top five. And, you know, now they got even better with signing Antonio Brown. This is like an, all, an all-pro an all team right now with Tom Brady Jones, Leonard Fournette, Goodwin, Mike Evans, Rob uh, Grunk, um, Antonio Brown, you know, Don, uh, Sue JPP, and more. But the defense is only only up its end compared to last year. And last year they weren't really great. They were great in stop in stopping the run, but they were between twenty five and thirty two ranked in terms of pass defense. The rally is maybe they gave up yards extra yards in the passing game because Winston kept on fumbling or throwing tons of interceptions. Right now, the Buccaneers, probably the most complete team, only because teams like Seattle has a great offense, great, great quarterback, but the defense, again, gave up over 450 yards this previous week against the Cardinals. Actually, to be exact, they gave up over 500 yards to the Cardinals. Um, you know, but that's what you get when you don't concentrate in terms of improving your team or letting certain other players leave in free agency. But who knew, you know, everybody thought that maybe Tom Brady would hit a cliff because of his age, because of other quarterbacks in their past history who has hit a cliff. He hasn't. He's showing that with weapons, he could still perform at a high level, um, the defense is great. You know, right now the NFC East is the worst division in the division in the NFL. It's quite possibly that the team that wins the division wins six games or less. I mean, I don't know when that's happened in recent history. In recent history, when I think Pete Carell's first season with the Seattle Seahawks, he led the Seattle Seahawks to a seven nine record. They won the division and won the first game in the playoffs against the Saints but this is the nfc east and you know the cowboys look like look stupid right now in the sense that the the fire jason garrett they hired mike mccarthy who won a super bowl with the Green Bay packers but the def the defense looks worse than last year is it because chris richards and rob marinelli are not a part of the defensive scheme maybe is it because mike nolan has had two two chances now maybe even three and each time he's had a twentieth plus ranked defense. Um, you know, who who knows? But the truth and reality right now, the Buccaneers look great. The Chiefs look great in their in their side. You know, um Ben Big Ben looks like the difference maker for Pittsburgh right now. In compare and contrast from last season to this season. But you you know, the the truth and reality is last season they had a Terrific defense. They still have a terrific de- defense, and with a terrific defense and a horrible offense, they will still manage to go eight and eight. Now imagine adding Big Ben. It does add more wins to this whole uh this whole uh outlook of the of the uh of the team. Um, you know, right now is it is a crazy season. Right now, the New York Giants have. One guy out for the coronavirus um, and maybe at least seven other between coaches and players not at the practice field today. There's a possibility that the game that they're going to have on Monday will be canceled or changed in terms of the day. Um, They may not even have it next Tuesday, which was a proposed date because of the election. But the truth and reality, ladies and gentlemen, is... We'll see what happens. We don't know what's going to happen. So, now let's get to baseball. Now, L.A. Dodgers, I got to give them credit. And as a Met fan, I'm actually kind of envious of them. They went into the season, ladies and gentlemen, out of 25 players that they had, maybe more. They had more players because of COVID. They added players, but long story short, out of the players they had, seven didn't start the careers. Seven players. And they missed David Price. David Price opted out before the season even started, ladies and gentlemen. He opted out. You know, and I kind of looked at it like, oh man, David Price opted out. LA Dodgers would not be one of the top 25 uh, teams in the National League because David Price is not there. Proved to me wrong. The Dodgers were a top five team, they made the playoffs. With majority of homegrown minor league, minor league players that came through this uh, system that became major league players, and helped lead the the Dodgers to the World Series and all time win, I'm envious of that. You know, a lot of players, a lot of teams don't do that, aren't successful in that, and they're showing. I don't know what they're doing in terms of developing their young, the young players that they have, with the scouting team, or whatever it is. But the truth and reality is. Besides, maybe four or five players they have in the team that are making that are, are that have a making eighteen million or more, which is major, which is taking up a lot of their salary um, in terms of the salaries. You know, um, this is a team that is mostly homegrown, and they still have tons of great players right now. A young starter, I think, I'm gonna say his name wrong, Urias. He had a number seven jersey. He won the game as a closer for the Dodgers the other day in, in Game Six against Tampa Bay, which was a great series. In the beginning, it was like back and forth, back and forth. Dodgers won ultimately. Uh, some controversy there with Justin Turner b- being tested positive for coronavirus and then going back into the field and celebrating with his team. He's wait. We'll wait and see if he gets penalized for that. But you know you got to give credit to, g- credit to them because they won the World Series with the majority of homegrown mo- homegrown talent from the team that became great role players, great starters, and elite players um, in the major leagues. You know, not a lot of teams have that right now. A lot of teams may have a mixture of that. You know, 50-50 or maybe more free agents and guys they've acquired through for trades. anything but you got to give it to the Dodgers you know that was something that the Boston was kind of close to several years ago because a lot of the players that they had was from their farm system and they also invested a lot by getting guys like Christian Sale and they got and they had David Price and things just didn't work out then they traded a lot of their minor league system and now this year they were one of the worst teams in the major leagues they lost their their coach and Alex Cora because of the whole um, cheating situation. But Dodgers, ladies and gentlemen, this is the team. Not many players, not many teams. I think in any sport can really say that where eighty percent. I think it's between eighty between eighty percent and seventy two percent of the team they drafted. They didn't acquire them through a trade. They didn't sign them through free agency. They drafted them. And you got to give your credit to David Roberts and the and, you know the whole T uh, office there. But that's great. Um, another issue in baseball right now is Steve Cohen is the new manager. Uh, new manager, new owner of the Mets uh, is considered. He is a hedge fund billionaire who's. Cons- who- if and when he becomes owner, will be one of the richest owners in the major leagues. Right now, he's awaiting approval from the owners, but there's a slight chance that the Blasio will not allow him to be owner for whatever reason. I don't understand why he can't be owner. But as a Met fan, I like him. I, I like that we will have our Georg, George Steinburner kind of um, owner who's... Willing to pay whatever amount of money he can to get free agents just to help his team improve. The greatest thing about Steve Cohen too is that he he's a Mets fan. You know, there's not so. There's not a guy, a guy just trying to be rich. It's a, a guy who just loves sports. It's a guy who loves sports and loves the team. So you know that he will do whatever he can to invest in, into the team to make it better. But De Blasio may stop that. In favor of probably getting a Rod and J Lo, who who need a group of other guys, a group of other um people to join them in order to uh in order to buy the team, and the reality is, look look at what happened to Miami. Miami made the made the playoffs this season, this past season because of this new sixteen team playoffs uh thing that they had this past uh season in in this COVID baseball season. But this is a team that since G to the trade away a whole bunch of guys because they didn't have the money. And I feel that if A-Rod and J-Lo become the owner owners, they'll do the same. They'll trade De Grum, They'll trade Alonzo and others. Acquire great prospects. And maybe three years, maybe five years down the line, they will be 500 again. And maybe they'll make the playoffs. And maybe they'll sp- spend money or what have you. But... You know, I liked the idea of Steve Cohen coming in, being owner, putting money, putting lots of money on certain free agents and putting the Mets over the hump and potentially making the playoffs either vi- uh, viva the wild card or winning the division. But we'll see what happens there. Um, Other issues in sports. Actually, there's not all the issues in sports, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you watched Hell in a Cell this past Sunday, you saw that Randy Orton won a championship for the 14th time. Congrats to him. Always been critical of him. Always thought his promos were not great. I always liked his music. I didn't like that he took the finisher, the diamond cutter, and made his, the RKO, but because it seemed like it, like the timing of the finisher... If him taking the finisher from DDP was just too close. It, like, it wasn't like DDP had retired already. It was like, oh, I'm going to take it while you're still wrestling. And now make it my own. I don't like that. I like the guys making up their own finisher. Or maybe getting, making having a finisher that hasn't been used and seen in wrestling for the past 10 years. Because the so-called famous wrestler retired 10 years ago. Will that happen? You know, upcoming t- Tuesday, the election vote. I don't care who you vote for, just vote. Um, crazy times, ladies and gentlemen, crazy times. Hopefully, they they will have as a stimulus package for us all. And that is it. So I am your host, Anthony Roman, reporting from the middle of nowhere. Wear a mask. Let's see what happens if the Giants have the game on on Monday. I'm going to be like everyone else who loves sports, who loves NBA and loves uh, baseball. Kind of like, man, I got to wait every Sunday to to watch my team or Monday or Thursday if they're playing. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you got to wait. Wear a mask. Listen to the scientists. Listen to the doctors. And have a great day. I'm out.